Welcome to Clydesdale Media. Fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off at checkout at c4energy.com. The 2023 Season Series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast, where we are following the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games. And as per usual, it is the last one of the week. We always save Sid for last because she's the best. <laughs> and here she is. Hello. So I want to talk first is last week I told you that I had a picture of you that I loved and it's that intense stare that you have. And I actually loaded it up so I could share with the audience. <laughs> Perfect. So there it is. The death stare from the most badass pale Canadian. At I am so pro. <laughs> oh, that is a funny photo though. I have no idea what I'm doing or what I'm looking at, but I look intense. Yeah. You're probably going, well, you're probably going, take me to my happy place. <laughs> take me to my happy place. I just look so white. That's bad. I really should have gotten <laughs> spray tan before I went there. But the sunglasses are on point. Like the stairs on point. You've got it all there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's just you guys don't get enough sun up in up in the north. No, we get about you know it's it's sunny. It's just cold. Yeah, so you can't like lay out or no, not not you. So, um, Kenneth actually said, and I don't even know if you'll know this reference, that it was Sarah Connor vibes. I don't think I know. So, have you ever heard of the movie Terminator? I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. So it's about a cyborg that comes from the future back to kill a kid who is going, who causes I don't, some kind of thing in the future. It, that's not important. But the mom is this badass woman who wears sunglasses and defeats all these cyborgs and robots. And she's jacked and all that. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. I'll have to look up. I'll have to look that up now. Yeah, it she like as because it was out when I was a teenager. Like we all loved the the woman who played Sarah Connor. So oh, cool! That's awesome. <laughs> so um, so this week, uh, and now I lost total track of where I was going, um, but we'll get there. Um, oh yeah, I was talking to Jeff Adler um, a couple weeks ago, and he's from Montreal, so like way up there in Canada. And he was talking that last year at the games, he peaked too early. Um, and he attributes that to you're trapped inside all winter long. And when the sun comes out and you can get outside, all you want to do is get outside and go. Mm -hmm. And he thinks that that actually made him peak too early in the season. And then he said he was fitter at semis than he was at the games. Can you relate to that? Um, I can understand for sure where he's coming from. I feel like I can relate to that 
um, back in 2021 better than I can in 2022, just because I was training in Canada in 2021. And I remember like, as soon as the weather got nice, I was, I basically felt like I was training for the games, like outdoors doing all that stuff because like we can, like it was motivating. It is a lot easier when you're able to like have nice weather all year round because you can kind of like, I don't know, you don't have that surge of like, I gotta go once it starts to get nice. But I definitely feel like in 2021, when I was at home training by myself, even before semifinals, I was like fit because it was starting to get nice. And I was like, holy shit, I hope I can hold on to this for the next <laughs> couple months. And like, you can't, right? You can't. So I totally can relate to that. Yeah. Well, even Boston is not like without no. its winner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't, you can't compare Boston to like California, but I guess for me, like we can, it's, that's much warmer. <laughs> wow. That is crazy. Yeah. So because I like, I live in Ohio and I, I'm the older I get, the more I hate the winter. I used to love winter as a kid, just hate it now. And especially working out, like I going in cold is just, yeah, just feels yucky to me. Totally. Uh, yeah. That's just, and that's just in Ohio. Like Boston's above that. Canada's above that. I can't even imagine what you guys go through. Yeah. Boston's so warm to me. Like I, like obviously when it's cold and it's snowing, like it's cold, but it's still not that cold, you know? Yeah. One of our list, one of our listeners lives in Miami and he rubs it in continuously on this yeah. show, just to let you know, his name is Bruce and we're just going to ignore the comments. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what was your week like this week? Um, uh, we put out a poll question on YouTube about what the listeners wanted to hear about you guys this week. And they really wanted to talk about nutrition and balance. And last week you told us about getting hooked up with Mike Malloy from M2, who is one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. Yeah. He's amazing. So what drove you or what, why did you choose to jump on with Mike and how has that gone so far? So I decided, so I decided that I wanted to work with Mike basically after the games this year. So I have basically done all of my own nutrition since like I started wanting to be competitive in CrossFit. So I like started tracking macros back in like January of 2020 and just kind of getting a feel. I had no idea what I was doing. Like no clue. I look back now at my fitness pal and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea what I was doing. But anyway, I just kind of was like doing it and I didn't really understand macros. Like I was more calorie focused, not really macro focused. And I definitely didn't understand carbs for performance. Like I, like I, I remember looking back like maybe a couple weeks ago and I was eating like under 300 grams of carbs a day and I was trying to like do CrossFit and, but I didn't know that. Um, and then when I started like getting a better understanding and then going to comp train and like being around other girls, that's when I definitely was like, oh, they eat like this. So that helped me a little bit, but I still really didn't have that like accountability of like, like, since it was me, if I wanted to change something a little bit each day, I'd be like, ah, 
why not? Because it's like, I had no one that I could like check in with. So yeah, like my calories were good and my macros were around the ballpark, but I didn't have the consistency. And I feel like that was just due to not like that. I wasn't being held accountable, you know? So I wanted to work with Mike to see like, am I on the right page is what I've been doing for the past year. Like, is it close? What should I tweak? And then having him check up and see like, that's really good for like me and like being consistent every single day. So that was like the main reason why I wanted to start with him. So how far were you off? I was not far off at all. The only thing, so I just, the only thing that I've changed is I brought my carbs up slightly and I dropped my, my protein and my fat. I was eating too much protein. I don't, I didn't need to be hitting like 190 grams of protein. Um, and I didn't need to be eating like 120 grams of fat. Um, so I just like brought those down and increased the carbs, but kept the calories like about the same, increased them a little bit. The reason I ask is I, and I don't even know if you know, I go, I go to Christy O'Connell's gym, Christy Aramo O'Connell. Mm -hmm. And she last year switched to Mike and the food container she would bring into the gym went from like this much to like this much because she was because she was under eating carbs and it just blew me away like how much that changed her and her performance and like i got to see that firsthand mm -hmm. so how so if you were close are you seeing much in the way of performance changes i am i am i was because my so i've i've tweaked my my carbs and the timing of which I eat things and the consistency over like every day having that consistency. Whereas I would do like a couple days would be this. And then I would like fall off a little bit, like the consistency mixed with the high carbs at the right time I have felt has drastically increased my performance and just like my ability to recover. Um, it's like very noticeable to me. I don't think my body has changed. Like, overly um i mean well it has but like i don't think anyone would be able to like drastically tell but it's more like performance and how i feel which is super cool so as, as i've talked to you a couple times at the beginning of the season i i would say that your confidence is at an all-time high thanks um that and is part of that how you feel right now and how you're recovering yeah i would say I would say so. It's actually funny because right now I actually feel really wrecked, <laughs> but like, that's just like the training week, but like as a whole, yes, yes. I feel, I feel really good. I feel like I'm, I'm eating really good. I'm sleeping really good. I'm recovering really well. I feel like everything, um, just feels like right this season so far. So yeah, I, I would feel like a lot of my confidence comes from just like my routine and, and how things feel on a day-to-day -day basis. You're, you're an athlete that can focus 100% of your time on being an athlete. You don't have a job. You don't, or co you don't coach at the gym or anything like that. No. So do you ever have too much time on your hands? <laughs> um, not right now in the off season. Yeah. In the off season, I feel like I have a lot of time on my hands. Um, 
in season, like once you start getting around that Wadapalooza, so like around the new year, I feel like I have zero time on my hands, which is funny because all I do is like work out, but I feel like your job extends from the gym, but it doesn't just stay in the gym. It, it travels home with you. It's with you when you sleep. It's there when you wake up. It's every meal that you eat. So it's kind of feels like an, like a full-time job, like 24 seven when you're in season, but not necessarily like in a bad way, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Do you, um, do you do all your sessions at CFNE or do you have access to something in your home? No, I do all my, all my sessions at the gym. Unless, okay. but I do like pool sessions and track sessions, but all of my, like, I don't have a bike or a rower or anything like that. No. How long's your commute? Like less than 10 minutes. Okay. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Cause I go, I go back like for lunch, like I do two sessions. Um, so I don't stay all day, which also like breaks up the day really nice. And a typical day is a morning session and an afternoon session and the evenings are yours. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, I usually get home around six o'clock. So yeah, anytime from six o'clock onward, I have to myself and I usually try and be like in bed, closing my eyes at eight 30. Wow. So I have a short, but it's there. So, and, and what time do you get up every morning? I get up around 7.15, 7.30. Okay. Wow. I would dream for a night of sleep like that. <laughs> it took me a long time to get on the 8.30, you fall asleep. I used to, like back um, a couple of years ago when I was living in Winnipeg and I coached at the gym that I started at, um, I coached the six o'clock class and sometimes would personal train at seven. So I wouldn't like get home until 8.30. Like I was a 10.30, 11 o'clock fall asleep type of person with the same wake up schedule. So now that I'm on like an 8.30 sleep, I'm like, this is luxurious. It's great. All right. So let's talk about 23.2. So it comes out. Initial thoughts. Initial thoughts. I was actually, um, I was actually pretty fired up about it. So though basically the, the first part of the workout is kind of just what we've been working on in the sense of like, like just fitness, like nothing fancy. There's no skill. There's no heavy barbell. It's just work. It's like just work capacity. So I was excited because I was like, okay, this is not necessarily something that I would pick for myself as being. Uh, a strong point. Um, but I was excited to see uh, the progress and where I was going to be at. So excited for that. And then obviously thruster, I like heavy stuff. So excited about the thruster, but overall, like pretty fired up about it. So with the open and this gets really, I can't wait till we get further in the season. Cause we, we actually cat talks to a, an athlete every Sunday they never look at the leaderboard like ever, like they don't know where they are today because they get so anxious about it and they don't want to follow it. Mm -hmm. And so the, her coach and her decided it was best that she just doesn't even, just trains through the open and never looks at the score. She's going to make quarters. So none of it matters. Mm -hmm. Would that drive you nuts or do you be, 
or do you need to see the data from what you get back on the open or could you do something like that? I definitely, I'm curious. I, I would like, I like to know. Um, I'm also competitive in no way about it. Um, like it's hard because like, yes, it's so like early on in the season and you have to just stick to your training and the leaderboard doesn't matter at this type of year. Your training is way more important. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't bother me to look. And I like to like, like you said, get the data from each of those workouts to kind of see where I stack up, especially on a workout that in the past would be like considered a weakness for me or something that I'm working on. Like that's a good place for me to look and like stack up and kind of see where I'm at because that's like a good training gauge as to like, okay, was what we've been doing for the past five months, are we moving towards our goal or are we staying the same, falling behind? So I think for us, um, it's good to look just to be aware, but not necessarily to like overanalyze it or anything like that. So with this week, this workout was surrounded by a lot of chaos. There, there was just a lot of like noise around this workout and we're not going to get into all that. And they're kind of two specialist workouts. Mm -hmm. So it throws, it throws your like placing off. So like, that's not even a good indicator. Now your overall placing I think is valid because those specialists didn't do well on event one. 22 23 one so they're not even in the in the in the game um but there's a lot of people who probably sandbag part a ripped up part b and it throws everything off right probably i mean you're always going to get that in the open right like yeah so do you block that noise out and just kind of look at who you deem to be your competition and where you are or do you do you look at them too and see, well, they're a specialist. How close am I to them? Um, not going to lie. I don't think I've ever really thought about that, actually. Um, I don't really okay. dive too deeply into like that. I kind of just um, like what I do, especially on like part A of that workout. Um, I know in our sport who my competition is and I know who's really good at what. So I'll kind of just do like a quick browse and see my score, try and like match it up, be like, oh, is it close to this person? And then kind of like get a good gauge, be like, oh, they got me here by this. Okay, we're getting close. Oh no, I'm far off there. Like, you know, you kind of just, I don't go through and be like, oh my gosh, who's this? And try and pick it apart. I kind of just like see who, who I know, like people that I've competed against or like have seen and like know what they're like and can kind of judge from there. But yeah, I kind of try and not dive too deep into it, but still try and get some good information from it. So you know where you sit on the leaderboard today? Yes. Yeah. So, because some of the athletes don't want us to say. So for the <laughs> for our listeners, um, no, it's okay. Sydney is in seven, 17th place worldwide. Yes. After week two. After week two, which is pretty freaking awesome. Thanks. Um, and definitely going to get you to next round. Um, definitely top 10% and a good indicator that you're, you're in a good place for even that top 60 in the West for semis. Um, are you happy with where you are right now? Yeah, I, um, so I, I try not to, to measure like based off of the number. I'm really happy with 
the level of effort and the execution that I've brought to all of my open workouts so far. I feel really proud of the, just the way that I've like handled them and like taken them on. Um, so even if I was sitting in 117th place with the same effort and execution that I brought to these workouts, I'd still have the same level of like happiness towards those events. Um, just cause you can't control what other people do, right? You can just control what you do. Um, but yeah, I feel, I feel really good about it so far. I'm excited for the next week. Yeah. And, and I guess what I was trying to say earlier is I was looking at the leaderboard, like you hit 202 on your thruster, someone hits 203 and they're 25 spaces above you in that event by one pound. And it's not really places, right? It's, it's a pound. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're that far off of that person. No. There's just yeah. so many people, so, right? Like there's so many people. Right. And there's probably a lot of people that hit like that one extra pound. So like you it's it's a lot more than just your placement too. Yeah. And in a live competition, you'd see your competition. You'd know what you have to hit. Mm-hmm. Which would help would be which makes it a completely different game. It does. It does. So the most important question of the week is, did you get to judge Jared again? No, I did not because I'm actually in Winnipeg right now. <laughs> I know. Okay. I'm sad about so, it. So you are not in Boston right now? No, I am. I am briefly home just waiting for a, some visa details to be finalized. Wow. So I will be back. It's grief. Hopefully by next week, I'll probably, I'll probably be here, uh, for the open workout again, but hopefully, uh, the following week. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. We we need to get those visa things cleared up. I know. I know it's challenging, but it'll be okay. So yeah, no, I'm pretty sure Jarrett absolutely crushed this workout. Um, and I'm sad I wasn't there to see it, but (laughs) hopefully, hopefully next week, but maybe not. So in Winnipeg, do you get um, your coffee bar service during no. work? Nope. Oh my gosh. You actually have to like go out and get it. It's at Tim Hortons or something, right? Is that what you have in Winnipeg? Yeah, but Tim's coffee is not good. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I was just trying to. It's not good. We have a coffee machine at home. So my sister makes me lattes. So I'm not suffering. It's It's okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, we have to give a shout out to uh, Life in the local affiliate. Uh, they became an, a member of the channel while you were on, Sid. So we appreciate that. Ooh. And we appreciate them. And uh, he made a comment that I want to make sure you get to see. Sid is one of the most responsive, engaging athletes in the space. She knows her appreciation to her fans. Aw, thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. And... Uh, what zombie um is uh Sid Sydney belongs on a beach. I'm I'm not sure her skin can handle it, but uh we'll go with that. I love the beach. Okay, wait, but I do get tan. This is what I say to everyone. I I can tan very dark. Like if you see me in the summer, if you see me at the games, like I promise you I'm tanned. I just I just don't absorb it for a long time. <laughs> it just goes away, but I have the I have the capabilities. So just wait. Yeah. I'll be dark. Yeah. Th- this is winter, Sid. 
Yeah, pull up a picture next week of me in the summer, and then we'll show Summer Sid. Okay. Yeah, okay. this is we're gonna call this Ice Queen. Yes, that's with the death stare, um, and then the pale skin. And yeah. then we'll have to we'll have to have like a new name for the Summer Sid. Okay. I'll get you, I'll get you a good tanned picture. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the chat's just blown up with funny stuff. So um, in the words of Ron Swanson, you would make a great brunette. Who's that? Ron Swanson. So he, so he's on a show called Parks and Rec. Not that old. Okay. Um, it's very office-like. Okay. Um, okay. And then Life in the Affiliate says tans are overrated. But are they? What are they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I don't want to keep you too long, Sid, because we're going to be with you all season long, right? And I don't want to use up all my good material in the first two weeks of the Open. So with that, I appreciate you so much for doing this. And we'll see you next week at the same time. Next week, same time. And maybe Winnipeg, maybe Boston. It'll be a surprise. Tune in to find out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. We'll see everybody next week on the Clydesdale Presents, the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games. 